It's Sunday, February 20th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The lines hardened further between the U.S. and Russia over the fate of Ukraine, with Vice President Kamala Harris warning that Russia's actions were making a diplomatic solution harder to reach, while Russian President Vladimir Putin oversaw tests of his country's ballistic and cruise missiles. Facing a test of her diplomatic skills, Vice President Harris said a solution to the crisis was still open. In her speech, Ms. Harris spoke of the dire circumstances in which Western officials were gathering in Munich for Europe's preeminent annual strategic forum. She also said that Russia was following a playbook of aggression the West has seen before, where the Kremlin will create false pretext for invasion and it will amass troops and firepower in plain sight. She accused the Kremlin of spreading disinformation, lies, and propaganda. On Friday, President Biden said that he expected Mr. Putin to launch a Russian invasion of Ukraine in the coming days, with targets including the Ukrainian capital of Kiev. In Ottawa, Police on Saturday, armed with batons and pepper spray, pushed hundreds of protesters out of a central encampment that had for weeks turned the four-lane street in front of Canada's national legislature into a parking lot and block party. Standoffs between officers and demonstrators were continuing on smaller streets nearby as of late Saturday afternoon. The arrests and clearing of the protesters, who demanded the governments across the country rescind all COVID-19 vaccine mandates and restrictions, suggests the end is near to a 23-day demonstration in the heart of Canada's capital that attracted global attention, choked traffic, and disrupted life for city residents. Ottawa Interim Police Chief Steve Bell said officers faced a barrage of resistance, shoving, and vitriol from protesters who remained at the scene after multiple warnings that they could be arrested. Firefighting tugboats were headed toward the Felicity Ace yesterday, a 60,000-ton ship ablaze in the Atlantic Ocean that is carrying thousands of Porsche, Bentley, and Volkswagen vehicles to U.S. dealers. The shipping company and the car makers said it was still too early to determine what caused the ship to catch fire on Wednesday. It will be months before we have completed an investigation and know what happened, said a spokesman for MOL Ship Management Limited, which owns the company operating the Felicity Ace. The fire is the latest supply chain setback for the auto industry, which for much of the pandemic has struggled to meet increased consumer demand amid continued shortages of semiconductors and other parts. The Securities and Exchange Commission pushed back Friday on Tesla Incorporated's allegation that regulators are harassing Chief Executive Officer Elon Musk over his compliance with the 2018 regulatory settlement. The deal focused on claims that Mr. Musk misled investors with a tweet in 2018 about taking the electric vehicle maker private. The judgment required Tesla to pre-clear some of Mr. Musk's public statements, including tweets deemed material to shareholders. Tesla said in a regulatory filing last week that the SEC had subpoenaed the company in November about compliance with the settlement. That subpoena relates to how Tesla oversaw Mr. Musk's statements, but was issued as part of a newer investigation, not as a continuation of the earlier litigation. A Tesla lawyer on Thursday accused the SEC of harassing Mr. Musk with serial investigations of him or the company. 
The SEC said its engagement with Tesla and Mr. Musk about how they comply with the policy is consistent with the expectations of the court overseeing the settlement. And the Pittsburgh Steelers hired Brian Flores, the former Miami Dolphins coach who is suing the National Football League and several teams as a senior defensive assistant and linebackers coach, the team said. The move returns the coach who has made bombshell allegations about racial discrimination against black coaches back into the league while his lawsuit unfolds. Douglas Wigder, Flores' lawyer, said Flores still plans to proceed with the lawsuit. An NFL spokesman after the lawsuit was filed said it was meritless. Flores' hiring gives him a job working for the NFL's most prominent black coach, Mike Tomlin. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and themorningnews.com.